Cat and Mac, not Caddyshack. It's the Everything Everything Podcast. Jazz hands. Hello and welcome to the Everything Everything Podcast, where we talk about everything. And we mean everything. I'm Cat. And I'm Mac. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, unpopular opinions. Now... <laughs> Because I could not think of any off the top of my head, and because normally they hit me like an epiphany, I'm like, oh, unpopular opinion, and I'll say it like that, but I can't just think of something off the top of my head unless it's in conversation. So I went to the Google, um, and I'm using this website called medium.com. And then we're going to go off of whether we, should we go off of whether we agree with some of these unpopular opinions? And then maybe throw in a few around? Well, if you have some off the top of your I head, go go right ahead because I did not have any, and that is why I had to look them up. Gotcha. So, if you want to start out with one of yours, or if you want me to start out with one of mine, just go ahead and do it. Well, okay, I'll start out with this one because this one I want to. This is like a hook to get us going. Okay. Because this number one out of one hundred one unpopular opinions is mint. Beyonce is overrated. I a thousand percent agree. I will agree. That is actually one of mine. Because when her songs come on the radio, everyone's like, oh my god, I love her so much. No. Listen, I... Mm. Beyonce has a couple of hits that I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I can get down to this. Like, Crazy in Love... A kicker. Like, that's a part, that's a dance song. Like, yeah. that's like a shake your ass, watch yourself song. My like, thing is oh. single ladies. I will yeah. boogie down to that and Lemon- any time of Lemonade the day. Lemonade was a great, like, it was a great album. It was. Like, it's got some nice, it's got some nice on it. But, like, as far as, like, an overall artist of, like, popping out incredible music, it's just, I, it's I don't It's not agree. for me. It no. is, it's, and I understand why she's so popular, but I just, I cannot get into her music. Mm-hmm. I've tried, I just, I can't. Her and Mariah Carey for me. I'm just like, you know what? I cannot. I like Mariah's Christmas stuff, and that's, that's about it. it. <laughs> I don't yeah. even like the Christmas, I don't even like the Christmas songs. Cool. It gets annoying after a while. And I... Anyway, I don't want to get copyrighted. Um, okay. Please don't copyright us. Anyway, yes, I 1,000% agree. And this is not... If this offends the Beyonce lovers, we're sorry. It's just not our thing. Yeah. Like, you know, Beyonce. Let us know whether you agree with these or you disagree. Beyonce's songs, to me, do not tell a story. We, I, I just like, don't like the music. I like artists who really just... I don't know. There's just something about her music that is not... It doesn't take well to me. Like, it doesn't feel... I don't know. It just doesn't. It. I. I feel like music. The reason you like the music that you like is because you feel like you can relate to it. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot relate to. Right, man. Beyonce. Some of these are savage. I was reading ahead. Some of these are savage. Okay, so I don't know if anybody knows who David Attenborough is. Um, I don't. So we'll skip that one. I do. Number three, strawberries are disgusting. Who the fuck said that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I like strawberries. Strawberries strawberries? are one of my favorite fruits, but I do know for a fact that most people do not like strawberries because of the tiny little seeds. Um, Yeah. See, I feel that way about blackberries. Like, I love the way blackberries taste. I to say that's your favorite. I love blackberries, but... It's the seeds. They get stuck in the little crowns on my teeth, and they're a pain to get out. Same thing with pomegranates. Like, I hate... Yeah. I hate sucking the stuff it, it, off of the yeah. seed. Like, yeah. I, there's just something about it that mm-hmm. I will eat it if it is offered to me, but it is not a food that I eat regularly. Mm-hmm. Just like when, you know, it's blackberry season, I don't buy a ton of blackberries. Mm-mm. I'll buy maybe two or three cartons for the whole time that blackberries are in season, and that's mm-hmm. it, because that's I take my fill. Like, yeah. That's it. But strawberries, if they're in season and they taste good, I will eat them, because the seeds don't bother me. Right. Uh, people drink gin because it's trendy. Yes. I a thousand percent agree yes. with that. I've never had it because it smells horrible. I am not a hard liquor person. I don't even like to drink uh, because I don't like the taste of alcohol. 
If it tastes like alcohol, I don't want it. It's terrible. Here is how I feel about... Here's how I feel about certain alcohol things. Again, this is coming from an alcoholic. So this is how I feel. I personally... I would I didn't I wouldn't touch gin. Mm-mm. Gin is not one of the things that I like. And again, and I'll, you're probably like you're an alcoholic, you'll drink anything. No, there are certain things that I, for me personally, in my drunken state, that I cannot drink. And one of those things is gin. The other thing is rum. I cannot do what? Rum. I cannot do rum. Oh my god, it's so. Good. I remember the one time that I was like, you know what? Because I'm a tequila girl. I have been Ugh. always. For some reason, like, tequila does not bother me. It's what I normally drink. You hand me a margarita, and I'm like, I'm good. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need anything else. You give me a vodka crayon, I'm okay. You give me a tequila sunrise, I'm great. You give me Captain Morgan's, you give me any kind of rum-based drink. Rum is great. It, I've never, and mind you, Caitlin has known me when I was drinking, and have I ever had a hangover? Like, uh, like I never wake up hungover. I'll never forget the first time that I had rum. I think it was when we were on... I think it was when we were on a cruise. One of the times when we were on a cruise, me and my brother went, mm-hmm. and I had a bunch of, like, the fruity drinks, because that's what people associate rum with, is fruitier drinks. Mm-hmm. And... I tell you, I have never been more hungover in my life than when I drink rum. Well, it's a complimentary thing because, you know, rum is great and I like it plain. And then it's really also good. Spiced rum is good by itself, too. But it's good in drinks because it's like a complimentary flavor. I can't do it. But gin is disgusting. And it's the same thing with gin. And the thing is, like, you ask somebody, like, ooh, I love gin. This is what I drink. And it's nine times out of ten it's a martini. And yeah, I, I can't. I don't understand and that's all. That's all that a martini is: is gin and vermouth. That's all that Ugh. a martini is. Ugh. Regardless of what kind of martini, which is basically is. rubbing alcohol in a jar, yeah. like in a glass, I would, with an olive mm, on the side. I would much rather do tequila. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'd rather shoot tequila than shoot gin. Like nobody shoots gin. Gin is like a rich people mm-hmm. alcohol. It's the same thing with the whiskey. It's the same. That's thing why. With scotch. That's why it says it's trendy. Like I. That's, well, you know, I mean, I under I see why people like whiskey, though. I don't see why people like scotch. Eh, it tastes mm. like shit. It's okay. It doesn't taste good. It tastes god-awful. It tastes like you're drinking sewer water. Alcoholic sewer water. You ever had scotch? It's, like, not yes. good. It is not it, good. No, but I can see why people like it. It has more flavor than gin does. But, um, this next one... We obviously know what our stance is. The whole politically correct gender pronoun thing drives me insane. He, she, we, them, her, him makes me want to come up with my own Yeti, Bigfoot, cryptid. We all know that, so we're just going to skip over that one. Well, no, I have one thing to say, and this is the last I'm going to say about it. You wouldn't call somebody by the wrong name if they told you what their name was, right? If you met someone on the street and said, hey, my name is Jim. You wouldn't call them Tammy. Well, all, well, so, there's a better way to explain that because you know how people always say when they're walking their dog or they have a baby and it's not quite sure what gender, so you just assume and they like fight to the death over, no, no, it's a girl. No, it's a boy. Okay, why won't you do that to humans though when they choose to go by something thing. else? It's, exactly. So it's, a, it's human decency. That's yeah. all that it is. And if you have a problem with sticking with somebody's pronouns, then I'm sorry. You have a lot bigger problems than that, that you can't just respect people's boundaries. Yeah, because it affects you in no way. Uh, marriage no longer works. Uh, it doesn't for some people. It does for some. Long story short. Yeah, I mean... Mar- it depends on who you are as a person. Marriage works for us. It depends on who you are as a person. Uh, this Chinese is the part food. where you say yes, marriage works for us. Huh? That's what yeah. I said. Marriage yeah. works for some people. Marriage doesn't work you for didn't other say people. It works for us directly. Do I have to? We're married. I don't think you need to be reminded of that all Sometimes the time. I like you. Uh, Chinese food is horrible. Who thinks that? People who don't like Chinese food. Dang. I love Chinese food. You give me some chicken too, fried though. rice any day. Oh, this one. Okay. This can go either way. I don't think this is a general unpopular opinion for me, but I think it depends on who the person is. 
When people call themselves an influencer, but their way of influencing is posting a few meaningless words a few times a week to inspire. I think if you inspire at least one person, you have influenced someone. Yes. Is it your full-time job? No. No. These people, these young people who are like, oh, I'm a TikTok influencer. I have a thousand something followers. I am just Well, influence, an influencer has become, instead of actually like influencing people like it means, it's become now of, do you get sponsors? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And Influ- do you get paid? Influencer was a couple of years ago, like the thing on the internet. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm an influencer. Now it's, oh, I'm a content creator. Like the shift has kind of. It has shifted, but people are still like, oh, I'm an influencer. I have all these brands who love me and give me money to promote their products, and I'm just so lovable. And, like, I just, I don't know. I think that, I agree with you. If you can inspire one person, then that makes you an influencer. But I do not think that that, that you should necessarily call yourself an influencer. And be like, this is my profession, this is what Uh I do. Like, no, that's not what you do. Right. If that was the case, then everybody in the world is an influencer because... Uh You influence people in one way or the other, and if you change someone, everyone who makes an impact on that person's life is an influencer. Mm-hmm. Like we're all influencers. Like that's a dumb, that's a dumb way to think about it. You know? Yeah. Uh, mashed potato is the most disgusting thing ever invented. I listen. If I you, have to be in the mood for mashed potatoes. If you have been listening to the podcast long enough, or even if this is your first episode, Caitlin can attest. I. If there's nothing, if there's three things that I love in this world more than anything, other than Caitlyn, if there's three things I love in this world, what are the three things? I hate when you ask me this because I don't know. Mashed potatoes. Potatoes, cheese, and pasta. Oh, yeah. My well. three favorite things. Right. And I love all forms of potatoes. I have to be in the mood for mashed potatoes. I, I, I do not like when people mess up mashed potatoes. But yeah. I do. And I think that's why I have to be in the mood because I really am only a fan of mashed potatoes that have seasoning in them that is not just butter and, me, and, and butter yeah. and salt and pepper. I like ones that have like a little bit of cheese sprinkled in, some garlic, some uh bacon, you yeah. know. And you know how um a couple days ago when we were talking, I don't know if I was talking to you about it, maybe I was talking to somebody else, but we were talking about like our depression meals. And yeah, like no, what, that was what, not me. Okay, well, we were talking about it and it was like meals that you ate when you were really really depressed and you didn't want to cook. Like what was your thing? And I remember like the first year and a half that I was in college, it was before I met you. And I had, like, no friends. I did not want to go to the... I didn't want to go to the cafeteria and eat by myself because I had food anxiety. So I would literally buy, like, the box of instant mashed potatoes Uh -uh. and just eat that for almost every meal. I would make it in the microwave, in my dorm room, plain, and eat it by myself because I did not... Yeah, it Uh -uh. was sad. It was really sad. And it wasn't until my mom, like, came to our to my dorm one time to pick me up and take me out to lunch that she looked around and there were just a bunch of empty mashed potato boxes everywhere and she was like are you okay <laughs> and i was no, like no i have no food she's like we paid for a meal plan what are you doing and i was like i'm i'm fine mom i don't know what you're talking about me like, every time I'm i fine. skip lunch no mine was ramen i think because i love ramen and it made me happy to eat it uh okay let's see oh this is a good one Pineapple on pizza. I think it has its place, but it's not my per- it's not my preferred form of pizza. I am adamantly against it because you have a thing about savory and sweet. Correct. I cannot stand the flavors of savory and sweet mixed together. That's just me. I don't like I don't like salted caramel. Like I would not I, go out of ugh. my way to buy a Hawaiian pizza. Right. Right. But if I was at a buffet or if I was at a party and it was an option, I would think about it and I would maybe have a slice. But it's not something I'm going to seek. It's not something I'm going to be like. It also just smells wrong. It's just. Ugh. <laughs> it's a it's very just, strange. Food. It's sweet and savory. I don't like it. Uh, LinkedIn is better for dating than Tinder. I, I think. I think that's a fact if you're over 30. I think that's... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, I never I thought about LinkedIn in that way, but I kind of get it. I think if you're over 30, then yes. But if you're under 30, then no. Um, yeah. I I use LinkedIn as a 
you know, as a that's what it's tool. what it's for but as a business I, tool. But I know I have heard of yep. colleagues who have met, met on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Uh, we'll have to do a separate episode on this because we don't want to take. I wouldn't even say over thirty. I would say over forty, and previously in a long term relationship, whether that means a long term relationship or divorce or whatever. But it's a lot of those crowd of people. Not our generation. Not not whatever we are. Yeah. Or whatever I am, because we're in different generations. So, we'll have to do a separate episode on this because there's a lot to unpack here. But The Office US is far better and funnier than the UK original. Have you ever seen the UK original? Uh-huh. Yeah. it. The US is way funnier. It's just, Even British people have said that it's funnier. I'm it like, is funnier. It, it's just, we'll have to do a whole episode. Because Steve Carell is an icon. Right. We'll just have to do a, a separate episode. Um, John Krasinski, cause, an icon. Because there's a lot of these that Rainy I want to get Wilson, through. an icon. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I said Rainy Wilson. It's Rain Wilson. I don't know why I said <laughs> I was waiting for that, and I was also reading this one to want to know. I was, I don't know. Okay. 99% of online marketing advice only works if what you're selling is marketing. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, Wait, say it again? Marketing is a scam, actually. I'm so sorry to say that, but it really is. Say, wait, say what you said 99% of online marketing advice only works if what you're selling is marketing. I mean, yes and no? <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to properly answer that. I don't. Uh, it's it's just right a, it's though. a it's a weird one. I mean, what you said is marketing's a scam. I mean, mar- it's not a scam, but it, marketing is a lie. I mean, it is. Well, yeah. I mean, like it's it's all, you have to make everything look good. Well, that's the thing. That's you know you know if you had to pick one word to describe what marketing it is marketing is you know what it would be. Uh-huh. Perception. Yeah. It's yeah. all about perception. It doesn't matter if you have a great product. It doesn't matter if you're selling yourself. It doesn't matter what you're doing. As long as you can get other <laughs> people to see, as long as you can get people to see what you want them to see mm-hmm. and what they want to see, it's a done deal. Right. It's all about the perception. It's all about how you see things. It's all about the perspective. It's all about how how you spin it. It's all about mm. how you spin it and how things how you make things work to work for you. That's all that it is. It's mm-hmm. not a hard concept to understand. But people are always like, oh, I don't get it. And it's like, what do you mean you don't get it? You have to make this, you have to get this guy to understand what this is and want to buy it. So what would you say? Well, to in reality, marketing is you have to make somebody understand why your product is better than someone else's. Which I'm like, meh. I know I have a degree in it. I know what it and well, understand. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Gordon Ramsay is pretty hot. Yes. I agree. <laughs> he is, but I've seen pictures of him in his younger years. Damn. Like uh-huh. damn. <laughs> This one I definitely agree with, and I know a lot of people are will probably be surprised, maybe, but I think I've talked about it before, how much I do not like this. Uh, but I'm an English person, so, you know. But 99% of poetry sucks. Um, yes, a thousand percent agree, because... I don't agree. I, I do not like poetry. I am very picky if I like poetry, and it's very rare. I'm great at poetry, so I like poetry. That's just me. True. You won't find true love. Better to settle for average. Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't think I agree with that. I feel like, I think love, I think the concept of true love is stupid. Yeah. Because love comes in many forms and you can love more than one person at a time and you can love multiple people in your life. So if you're settling for average. Mm, then that's what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, yeah, the true love kind of thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm not I think, a. I think true love is real, but at the same time, I think, I think finding a soul, a, a, um, finding a inner peace with the person that you're with, I think that's mm-hmm. more important than necessarily having true love or finding a soulmate. I think it's about. Yeah. 
it's about going knowing that you're going to go through the world together and having inner peace knowing that like even if I have the worst day of my life, as long as you're by my side, like, I'm good. There's right. There's just something about it yeah. that is not the same as, it's not the same as true love. It's not being, like, obsessed with the person being like, oh my god, like, I just love mm-hmm. you so much. It's, no, it's, it's, you know what, through thick and thin, through Well, I think that is what crap. true love is, though. I think that's but what. But it's not necessarily, like, a... It's, it's not, not one... it's not an end all be all though. No, and I f- I feel like a lot of people don't realize that and I think that's why people think marriages don't work. Well, you can love more than one person at a time and you don't always have to get married to love that person, you know what I mean? It's just different. Um oh, I love you. LinkedIn, here we go again, is the best social media platform and <laughs> everyone should be focusing on it. No. <laughs> As someone who, What are these people doing on LinkedIn? As someone who has literally studied and does marketing for a living, I think, I think, I think, I think LinkedIn has its place. And I think LinkedIn is a great business But it's for tool. businesses. Why are these people but treating it, it like not, a Facebook? It, that's the thing. It's not an end all be all. There is no... Per- it's not social media. That's the thing. There is no, for me, there is no top social media, whatever, because everything has their own click. You know, LinkedIn is for the business people. Facebook is for now for the older generation of people. Instagram is for the influencers who just want to use pictures. TikTok is for the younger kids who want to post videos. Like, Snapchat is literally just for, you know, sharing pictures with your friends in the moment. Like, everything has its place. Yeah. And Twitter is for hearing the crap. You know, um... Tumblr is for the gays and the people who like posting blogs. Like, it's all different. Mm-hmm. There's no way to scale it to where it's to say, oh, well, LinkedIn is the best. No. LinkedIn is not social media, though. It, it is, but it's not. It's it's social media to promote businesses and to yeah. promote people and to promote products. It's not a top... It's not the social media I wouldn't say it's casual social media. Co- social media. Uh, drinking wine isn't classy. You're just a posh drunk. Uh, mm. yeah, no, I guess. Yes and no. It just depends on the person you're Exactly. Drinking. Um. Let's see. Let's I know see. some people who really like wine and really enjoy drinking Me. wine and spend a lot of money on it. It's great. Uh, what is the point of Ed Sheeran? I agree because this is another person. There's a couple songs that I like by Ed Sheeran. And when he first got popular, I was starting to listen to him because my best friend loves Ed Sheeran. Here is how I... But I'm really not that big of a fan. He's not my... Here's my thing. He's just not... I remember... I did not listen to Ed Sheeran as a teen. Okay? The only artists that I really listen to, like, I listen to a lot of different kinds of music, but my top artist, as we've talked about on this podcast many times, is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has a special place in my heart. We're going to go see her at I'm the I'm sure end people of- think you don't listen to anyone other than Taylor Swift. I do. I listen to tons of people. Mm-hmm. And I... But Just Taylor- Ed Sheeran's not one of them. No. But anyway, so the second time that I saw Taylor in concert was for the Red Tour. And he opened for her. And I had never seen him... Live before, I'd heard a couple of his songs on the radio, but I was not a huge fan. And I remember that his performance really, it was, when I say it was incredible, it was like nothing I'd ever seen. It was Mm -hmm. nothing like any other musician I had ever seen because he literally came out by himself. He just walked out on stage. There was no lights. There was no, like, there was no, I mean, they had all the, I mean, if you've seen a Taylor Swift show, you know that her productions are just so over the top and there's there's digital stuff there's like videos and there's screens and there's tons of things behind. i mean his her whole thing the whole way her shows are set up is so theatrical and he came out and he had he didn't even have his logo up on a screen Mm -hmm. it was just black and he comes out and he's wearing his like get up and he's got his little baby i've never also understood why he has his his guitar is so fucking small you ever notice that? His guitar isn't like a normal guitar. No, because I, I don't pay attention to that. It's smaller. Like, it's a uh, smaller guitar. 
It's like it's made for a child, and he's just playing it. Like, look up, look up him playing pictures of the guitar, and I'll tell you. Like, it'll, it shows you, cause he has his own. It's like his own brand or whatever. But anyway, he comes out, and it's just him, and he starts playing. He doesn't say a word. He just starts playing riffs, and then all of a sudden he gets up and he starts hitting that f- the the foot thing, mm-hmm. the foot to make it mm-hmm. to make it a loop. And he does it about four or five times before he starts singing. And he does that the entire show. It's just Mm -hmm. him out there. And as a kid who has seen, who has been been playing music, who has been to shows, who have seen performers, to see a guy go out there and do all that by himself Mm -hmm. and just do it in his own head Mm -hmm. and do his own beats, it's, it was incredible. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh my God, like this guy is like a one man band just out here doing it by himself. And... I don't really listen to a ton of his music. I don't, but I do appreciate his artistry. True. Let's see. Next up is... uh, This is very true. Just because I choose not to have children does not mean I can't. I don't like kids makes me a weirdo or you can spend all your, your time trying to convince me why I should. As someone who does not want to push a human being out of their body, I agree with this. Yep. Uh, Political correctness is killing the honest opinion in the world. I refuse to change the way I speak just because some people need to get out more. Listen, I think some things... I think being politically correct is important, but at the same time, people do need to get less offended. The whole idea of, like, cancel culture has gotten really bad. And uh, not that I'm going to say we have overused trigger warnings, but we have definitely, like, of course I understand there are things that people will be triggered by. But at the same time, we cannot just censor absolutely everything. Because people have to learn how to deal with their trauma. Yeah. You just have to. I can give you two instances where I heard what had happened to these two people and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, why? And this is not an instance. I'm not trying to be insensitive to people being offended. I am not trying to say, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm racist. I'm homophobic. I'm not saying any of that. I agree with the struggle and I understand why these things happened. But at the same time. People make mistakes and people are allowed to grow. And I don't think that if something happened 20 years ago, you should hold somebody accountable. Right. I also agree. Like, for example, Paula Dean, the whole Paula Dean incident when she found, when everybody found out that she had used the N word 20 years ago in the 80s. And it was like, not the 80s, the 90s, where it was like, Oh my God! You said like, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. And the same thing with Roseanne Barr. Did you do you know about that? No. Do you know who Roseanne Barr is? I don't even know who that is. Well, you have you heard of the sitcom Roseanne? No. Long story short, there was a sitcom in the '90s called Roseanne, and it was a very popular, like Middle America, Midwest family like sitcom. Very very Mm -hmm. popular. It had the guy from The Big Bang Theory in it. Mm-hmm. And then that lesbian lady that we don't like, the one with the curly hair who is on The View, mm-hmm. that we don't like, she was on that show. Mm-hmm. And basically, a couple of years ago, they decided to do a reboot of the show. To do, because, you know, like the reboots are a thing. Well, it comes to about f- a couple months before that they're going to release it. And a video gets leaked of a similar situation to the Paula Deen story. Mm-hmm. Whereas a certain amount of years ago, um, I think back in the 90s, about the same time probably, um, when Roseanne compared a black person to an ape. Oh my god. And Wait, was- I think I did hear about that. Yeah. Oh, that was her. Yeah. yeah, that was horrible. And again, it happened all these years ago. Right? And again, people can change... But because it it affected, but damn, it affected her differently because she's a comedian and she yeah. used it as a joke. Oh god! And it came back to bite her in the butt. That was ho- and, that's a horrible joke. 
That's not a joke. It was well. That's the thing. That was her See, whole thing was crude humor. And that I also know, like everybody knows that, like the com- the comedy routines and shit were different back then. But yeah. Jesus Christ! And so what had happened was they wrote her off of the show. Okay. And they wrote off her character, and now it's a show called The Connors, and it's about it's still continuing oh, their okay. story, but she is no longer part of the thing. Wow. And she has said the last couple of years, oh, they wrote me off, whatever, and she did an interview recently. Where she's like, they, I mean, it's just a, a slap in the face to mm-hmm. write me off the show and do all that. And she's been getting all this publicity lately because she's been, every time there's a new season of the show, they say to her, oh, you could have been a part of it, but you weren't, you know, like, but I think people can change just like Kevin Hart did. He used to make a whole bunch of gay jokes and things in his earlier comedy mm-hmm. routines and his son is gay. And really? He, yeah. And he has now said... I can't make those jokes anymore. And mm-hmm. if I make the joke, it's not, I'm not saying it as a slur anymore because I'm, I don't want to offend my son. But he knows what I've done and I've been, I've been, I've paid my dues to it and I'm sorry and it won't happen again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think people make mistakes and there are people who are awful and homophobic and racist and sexist and just really bad people out there. But I do think that sometimes people can change. And I think that sometimes, again, when people are young and in the limelight, they say and do things that they don't always agree with and they don't make the smartest decisions. But if they can say, hey, I'm sorry, I won't do that again, then why can't we forgive them? Yeah, true. Um, I'm going to kind of gloss over this one because, once again, this is another whole episode. Uh, Lord of the Rings is complete shit. Uh, <laughs> no comment. Before I met you, I would have said that. I would have agreed. But I, I don't. I think cinematically it's one of the better... It's one of the best fictional Listen, lands that has ever existed. Not that, just cinematically. Cinematically and in a sense of... I haven't read any of the books, so I, I can't... Haven't either. Huh? I haven't either. You've never read any of the Lord of the Rings books? Mm-mm. Not in completion, no. I mean, I've never even opened uh, But them. I know about the real... Like, I know the differences in the movie versus the books. Because I've, like, studied some of the Samarillion and all that kind of stuff. But as far as, like, cinematical, like, movies that have really just... That put you in a different place. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. The story is fantastic. True. Uh, this one also I'm going to gloss over because it could be an entire episode. Uh, Harry Potter is crap. Uh, no, that means to, as much to me as Lord of the Rings means to me. I think Harry Potter has great movies. I think Harry Potter is a great, like, as far as, like, a land of existence, it's great. But there are movies that I like less than others. And there are Bruh, things that The books. Have you read the books? Yeah. They're fantastic. Books are great, but again, I have their parts. But we also we don't support J.K. Rowling. No, we do not. <clears throat> but we support the the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. We Correct, because it has become it. our own thing now. We mm-hmm. have our own canons. We have our own characters. So anyway, that'll be a whole other episode too, because it's just it's a lot. Uh, this is also kind of something I agree with. Baby on board stickers <laughs> on the back of cars. <laughs> are a waste of time yeah me noticing a sticker just before i plow headlong into the back of your car isn't a preventative action that should i just put person on board for mine i mean is my life not the same as a fucking baby's (laughs) like i have always my life not as valuable you know what that's so funny because (laughs) i remember when i first saw one of those stickers and i was like what does that mean my mom was like it means i have a baby in the car and i was like so the adults aren't important anymore <laughs> i was like so we can just run over them like and the adults the old people the dogs the other small children yeah like, it's just a baby now. yeah so i agree with that in the car. how about you just don't hit the car yeah i mean <sighs> let's see <laughs> Uh, mushrooms are the work of the devil and should stay in the ground. I hate mushrooms. Stop it. Mushrooms, mushrooms are, are delicious. Mushrooms are a fungus. You shouldn't eat and fungus. You sh- also shouldn't eat mold. And a lot of cheese has mold. 
I don't eat cheese that has mold on it. You don't know. I do know. Anyway, moving I on. I don't. The only cheese that has mold on it is blue cheese, and I don't like. That's blue not cheese. the only cheese that has mold on I it. I don't like blue cheese. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there aren't enough plants for everyone to switch to a plant-based diet. So t- stop trying to convert the world. I agree. First of all, I don't care how many plants are on the planet. Please stop trying to convince everyone that you're better than everyone else because you don't eat meat. Listen, no it's offense, okay if you don't. Meat exists for us to eat it. That's. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine the world if we never ate a cow or a chicken? I will say we wouldn't have made it this far. No, we would have died of iron deficiencies or cannibalism because we had to start eating each other. Very true. Uh, And I will say I do not support the cruel animal. like animal testing is god awful, yeah. um, and slaughterhouses and things that are not ethical are absolutely terrible. Um, things have gotten a lot better in the meat industry, and I mean, if, it if, makes me sad to see those things. Like but if, I also know that it tastes good. Would and it's we good say for me. the same thing if fruits and vegetables were living and alive yeah. and had personalities? Yeah, would we would. We, would we be saying the exact same thing? Mm-hmm. No, we need to switch to a meat diet because we can't kill things anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like that's dumb. I understand, and it do, it makes me sad because I'm like, I love chickens, I love pigs, I love cows, I love animals, and it makes me sad. But I also know that it's nutritious Food and it's fu- fuel. it's fueling me. And I also know that, you know, I try to eat ethical and I'm sorry. I'm just not going to make it to. No. And we, we do better. We do. We don't really eat a ton of like meat. Like we uh-uh. eat meat, but we do eat. We don't eat a ton and we don't eat a ton of red meat. We eat a lot of chicken. We eat a lot of leaner well, proteins. Well, chicken's still an animal, so. Yeah, but we eat a lot of leaner <laughs> proteins. I'm just saying, if yeah. you're going to be a jerk, don't be like, oh, you're eating all the red meat and that's yeah. all you eat. It's like, no, we right. hardly ever eat red meat. Right. But will I eat red meat? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of red meat or pork. Oh, I'd be I in the mood. Steak. Uh uh-uh. uh. Pot roast. Uh uh-uh. Cheeseburgers. Uh huh. True. I don't like Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, or Peaky Blinders. I've only seen one of those, The Walking Dead, and I'm obsessed with it, and I will say no more about it Breaking other than Daryl. Breaking Bad is overrated. I haven't seen. I haven't seen I, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders might. Oh, my grandparents love Peaky Blinders. They say it's fantastic. It's apparently supposed really good. But uh, yeah, I they say it's really, really good. But again, I can't get on British shows. I just can't. So, I yeah, oh, I know. Get off. Yeah, what the I heck? Know. I know. British shows are my favorite. Okay. <sighs> Whatever. But I do agree about The Walking Dead. Walking Dead could suck it. I hate Walking Dead. It's a dumb plot line. I don't What'd like you it. say? Walking Dead is a dumb... It's not a dumb plot line. It's a zombie apocalypse. How yeah. is that dumb? It's good for one season and then... Oh, shut up. Frills. No, goodbye. Okay. <laughs> no. We all have our things. Zombie apocalypses are not mine. I don't like zombie movies. The only zombie movie I like and the only zombie reality that I like is I Am Legend. Oh, please. It's so... Have you seen it? No. Oh, my God. It's so good. It is fantastic. It'll make you cry. Wonderful. It'll make you sob. It is so good. You're rooting for this man the whole time. And it just rips your heart out. The gym is and always has been an insidious place full of narcissistic men. Narcissistic. Narcissistic. Narcissistic men and intimidating women. No, sorry, hold on. The gym is and always has been an insidious place full of narcissistic men, narcissistic men intimidating women. I mean. Yeah, gym culture. Gym culture ain't great. No, it's not. Gym culture, and diet it's, culture, it, all of that. You it's, have to be careful when you go work out and you have fun. Um, you got to make sure that you, you understand that. So I think if that's your life, if going to the gym is your entire, like it should not be your entire personality. If it gives you the drive and it makes you happy, go for it. But but don't put other people down. But don't make other people feel bad. That's what I. I think that's what aggravates people more than anything. Yeah, is that like people who go to the gym are a lot like Mormons, where if you're going to the gym you have to tell people that you're going to the gym and try to get them to go to the gym just like when you're a mormon you go and you talk to you talk your spiel to people about the word of god and all of that and be like this is the way 
We can show you. Do you mean Jehovah Witness? Jehovah Witness, Mormons, you know, religion in general. It's kind of a similar thing where it's a big part of your life and you're very preachy about it. It's a very similar similar thing. Jimbros is a thing. Yeah. Uh, People who start every sentence with so. I do that a lot. So do I. And I don't I I don't think that's a bad thing. I think my favorite ways to start words are so anyway, anywho. Yeah. Uh let's see. Oh yeah, okay, I really like this one. People who pick and choose the validity of science when it suits them. Yeah. Politics gets real. Science and politics do not belong together, but somehow they get wrapped up in each other because you know global warming and the COVID nineteen thing and just ugh. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with religion. People like to spin it how they want to spin it. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Ooh. People who have not yet had to live in the real world, like working a real job and paying for their way, dictating to others on how they should live their life. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Yeah. And also expecting other people to be like, okay, why are you not living this way? Bitch, I don't have no money. Here is how I feel about this. I think that if you have not been if you're not in my shoes right then you can't tell me what you think i should do Mm -mm. and if and if i'm complaining to you about something and saying oh this really sucks that does not give you the opportunity to offer me a solution right sometimes it's just a vent session say hey i am struggling right and even if you are better off than me even if you had been in my shoes at one point in time i might you're still not me right right i if it's from somebody I know, then I'll be like, listen, I appreciate it, but, like, I wasn't looking to, I wasn't looking for a solution. I was mm-hmm. looking for a person to vent to. I'm not looking for, like, a fix-all. Like, I know, like, I know we don't have any money. I know that, like, we're we're not going to be able to have the things that we want right now. I know that. I don't need you to tell me how to make it better. I just need you to understand that this is where I'm at right now, and that mm-hmm. isn't going to change right now. Mm-hmm. And that I am doing the best that I can. And I'm sorry that it wasn't good enough for you. Right. True. PowerPoint is dead. I think. I disagree wholeheartedly think, because teachers need that. I think PowerPoint has its place, but there are other programs now. Nah, 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 nah. I will always prefer PowerPoint over anything. Well, I, I love I PowerPoint. I know you prefer PowerPoint, but I'm saying there are other programs. Like, Canva is very similar. Prezi is now a thing. Prezi There's... has never had the the pizzazz. No, it has had pizzazz. And now, especially like with smart boards, there's like a smart board program that yeah. does presentations yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not PowerPoint associated. So, I mean. True. Reality stars are not stars, so why do people claim they are, and why are they doing so well financially, considering they've offered the community nothing, as well as being not being talented? I hate reality TV shows. No, come on, I love reality. I love, okay, listen. I don't think they deserve as much money as they I don't think they should be called reality TV stars. I think they, I, but I love reality TV. I think they should be celebrities. I don't think they should be called stars. That's what, that's what it is. That's what they mean. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they should give it like a power over everything else like to say yeah. like honey boo boo and her family are like oh they're so amazing they're such stars i was like what have they done really what have they done other than be on a tv show that's about their life and how awful it is yeah like that's that's all it is why mm-hmm. do they get all this not that they have money some of some of them like the kardashians what have the kardashians ever done they've done literally everything under the sun because they're bored that's what I'm saying. Like, what? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, oh, well, you know, they were on this show for this long and, mm-hmm. like, keeping up. Like, it's just dumb. It is. Like, it's stupid. Film or TV show based on sleeping with each other is not TV entertainment. Wait, hmm. what? Films or TV shows based on sleeping with each other is not TV entertainment. Have you ever seen a romantic comedy? Sometimes that's all that there it is. I, th- I mean... 
like you're rooting for people sometimes. But there I mean, was like everybody has their thing, I guess. I mean, but I disagree. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Olives are just disgusting. I they stink. Know. They're oily. They have pips. They're done. They're done. They're gross. They no, taste, they I. Oh my god, I love it. I love olives. It's like a slimy, bitter grape. I don't want to eat that. <laughs> uh, two more. Job searching can be fun. <laughs> yeah, if you have a job and you and you're content, looking for fun and you're content with the job you have. Right, right. If you're looking for another job and you're trying to hi- get hired, that's a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, Especially no. Especially today's market. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? No, Everyone's right. hiring, but no one's will hire me. Yeah, that's yeah. Ugh. I mean, that's Ju- not fun. I mean, Julia, my, our our mutual friend, who my best friend, who I've known since I was eight, has been unemployed for since COVID first hit. Yeah, they. Were, I know some other people who have too. They were working for a company, a because they're they have a degree in animation from SCAD, and they went to. They went to, I can't remember what the name of the company is, but it's a Canadian, it's a company that's based in Canada. Mm -hmm. I also don't want to say, because, like, it's not my place to say who they worked for and all that. But, anyway, so, they went to this company, and they were working for this company for several months right after COVID, Mm -hmm. and doing all the things, and then COVID happened, Mm -hmm. and they sent them home, so they relocated back to the U.S., Mm -hmm. and have been unemployed since, and Mm -hmm. that's been, it's been three years now. Mm Mm-hmm. Roughly. So job searching is not fun. And they've been looking, but now everybody is saying, oh, you don't have enough experience. It's like, well, right. I was doing this before, and the place that I was doing this before won't hire me because mm-hmm. they want me to relocate. And they don't want to have to move all the way back up to Canada I again. I would not want to either. And I wouldn't either. Like, they'd have to find another place to live. They'd have to go through all of that again. Mm-hmm. And now they're not even going to pay them. Yeah, they've, no. They've changed, her, they've changed their previous role into an internship, so they're not even going to be getting paid Mm-mm. when they're up there. Mm-mm. Not worth it. So... Yeah, no. it is real out there, especially for dying industries who have been affected by COVID. Yeah, just job searching is not fun. Including people in the entertainment industry, such as you know animators and people who create like long term content, like movies and documentaries and TV shows. All of that has been affected, as far as like mm-hmm. the not the people themselves, but like the people who do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, like lighting people, animators. Uh, people who do set design, all of that. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw on a thing, on TikTok today, that a theater in, I think Chicago, or somewhere in the area of Chicago, got shut down during COVID, and they had to let go like two hundred people. It was like almost their mm-hmm. entire staff, and they are just now up back up and running. Mm-hmm. And they only have about thirty people in their staff mm-hmm. right now because that's all they can afford to pay. Yep, theater got and hit that's for really like hard. a broad. That's like an off Broadway like theater company, like not yep. like a, you know, like mm-hmm. a mom and pop shop, but like a real legit company. Mm-hmm. Theater got hit hard. And our last one, Michael Jackson just loved children and chimps. I don't know if you're gonna want me to comment on this one. Why? What do you mean? Because I agree. I think. Well, no, I think. I think Michael Jackson was a pedophile. He was. I'm sorry. The way that Macaulay Culkin talks about, like, that whole experience with him, it's very unsettling. I don't really know how I feel, because I listened to a podcast, um, Necronomapod is a cool podcast, um, if you don't mind foul language occasionally, um... They did a, I think it was like a three-part series on Michael Jackson or something. Yeah. It was very in-depth. I mean, they're like hour and a half long episodes. I mean, it was super in-depth. And at the end, they all talked about what they felt. And I kind of agreed. Well, I I agreed, but I disagreed. Because I was like, I don't know how I feel now. Because I just can't figure out. I mean, I just don't know. But... I remember, because if you haven't ever seen, um, or if you haven't ever listened to Macaulay Culkin's podcast, you should listen to Macaulay Culkin's podcast because he talks about some crazy stuff. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's something, it's something with bunnies. I can't remember what the name of it is. Yeah, it's like two-eared something or like 
the pink rabbit or something like that. Something a very weird name. But um he was talking about he was talking in an interview about his experience with Michael Jackson and he said that at the time he did not think it was weird, but now as an adult with a kid and um just the way that he sees the way he sees videos and stuff now, like of him as a kid and like him with him. There was something he said that he feels weird about it now, seeing it from a different view. And he said something about one time when he was like, "Oh yeah, well when we I would stay over there all the time," and the interviewer was like, "Well where would you sleep?" And he was like, "Oh I sleep in the bed with Michael." Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. If you're a grown man, why are you sleeping? You have a huge house. You're Michael Jackson. You have money. You have this huge mansion, and you're telling me that a seven-year-old and a ten-year-old and all these other little kids are sleeping in beds with you? It just, it gives me a different, like, there's nothing right about that, you know? Like, it just seems, maybe it wasn't sexual. Maybe, I don't know, but there's enough people that are saying it for me to be like, if enough people are talking about it, then something has happened. Even if it was not at the scale that they think it was, it's still it's still bunny ears that is what the name of the podcast is it's called bunny ears is bunny podca- ears yeah it's the podcast that Macaulay Culkin was on or that's his podcast i don't know if it's still up and running but he started back in 2019 when podcasting was like a thing uh podcasting still a thing well i mean when it first came out yeah, it looks like it's still a thing. Yeah. Anyway. Was that the last one? Yep, that was the last one. Um, did you have any that you wanted to add, or do you want to... I could do a couple. Okay. Um, my biggest one is, I think, house music and EDM is dumb. <laughs> I think it has its place, but I do not think it should be as, as, like, as much as people give on it. Like, I think, I think it has its place, but I don't, it's not my preferred form of music. Like, I know some people who only listen to house music, and I'm like, what are you doing? Are you okay? Like, that's, are you okay? It's okay to have it in your list. It's okay to have a couple of ones that are like, okay, your bops, your vibes. But it should not be your preferred form of, like, you know what I mean? No, actually, I'm a really big fan of EDM, house music, and raves, so can't say that I do. (laughs) What's another one? (sighs) Was that your only one? No, I... I oh. have to think about it for a minute. Hold on. Um, oh, I think people who do makeup tutorial videos, like, for a living, I think that they're great, but I don't necessarily think that they're all like the hype that they should be like i think that one that you like nikki something nikki and i like jacqueline hill yeah i think they have their place and i think they are they promote they're the they're the ogs and they you know and so is jeffree star i think they understand like not everybody can afford makeup but i hate these people that i see on tiktok that are like oh my god this 400 dollar moisturizer is gonna save your life (laughs) and i'm gonna do a tutorial and i'm like dude like what what are you doing? You're yeah. Afford four hundred dollars no. Like it's dumb. I always wanted to be a YouTuber like Jacqueline and do because she was the first YouTuber makeup person that I watched and I fell in love with her and I've always liked them. I don't know. Even I don't even feel that even even not even just makeup people. I think celebrities or people in general or influencers or content creators or whatever. I think these people who are perform- promoting these things that are so expensive and whatever to them that it's like it's not it's a thing like okay 
you're really going to tell me that these $500 basketball shoes are what make you a better basketball player? Yeah. Like, come on. And I also don't appreciate how, like, if I, jo- like, I'm, I'm a content creator, obviously, and I now have a TikTok for my, um, my book podcast, and I'm on Book Talk, and I hardly have any views, and I'm doing what's popular. Like, how are these people, I know I'm not going to get popular overnight, and, but, like, come on. And here, I will go ahead and just say, I don't know if you know this, but I do have, like, a favorite person who is a celebrity, but is a huge powerhouse in the business world. I have, like, a favorite. Do you know who it is? No. My favorite celeb... I say celebrity, like, he is a celebrity. He's a very he's a very famous celebrity. Everybody knows who he is. But he is a businessman first. And I'm going to give you some context clues. He owns the rights to Marilyn Monroe. He owns the rights to Elvis Presley. He owns, like, a good percent of, I think, Apple and a couple of other, like, major companies. He owns tons and tons of brands. He owns Old Navy. He owns Gap. He mm-hmm. owns all these other brands and things that he has his name on. He has been a, he's been a celebrity in the game for a long time. He was in sports. That's where you know him from. Do you want to guess? I have no idea. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, I love him. Mm-hmm. He owns, he, he is a, when I say this man is a business empire, he's a icon. He owns all of these different things. But do you know what he, you know, when he was playing basketball, you know who he signed a deal with? He signed a deal with Reebok because Reebok mm-hmm. makes a more affordable shoe. He was playing in Adidas, but Adidas was charging too much money for their shoes at the time. And a couple of the kids who showed up at a game for him to sign stuff, said, hey, listen, I would have a better shoe for you to sign, but I can't afford the $200 Adidas's you have. Like, I can't afford those. So he went with a cheaper, I think it was Reebok and then Asics at the time mm-hmm. when they were still part of a brand deal. But he said, well, I'm just going to switch to a cheaper brand. And he still does the cheaper brands today. That's the only brands that he associates with is the brands that he supports and that are affordable to everyone and are accessible to everyone. That's why whenever you hear him talk about Walmart, it just makes your soul happy. You ever hear that man talk about Walmart? Yeah. Like, it just makes your soul happy. Like, it's Shaquille O'Neal. He has a, he has hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he has a whole empire. And he can do whatever he wants. But do you know where he gets 90% of the stuff he owns? He gets it from Walmart. Mm-hmm. Because Walmart has been a reliable thing for him since he was a kid. And he doesn't, he thinks that's what the best is. Go Walmart. Hell Yeah. Another hot take. I think anime is overrated. <laughs> I think it's cool, mm. but like, <laughs> I don't. I think like I hear I have my friends love it, and they're like, "Oh my god, you should watch this! Oh my god, you should!" Watch this. I can't get into anime. I like, really want to get into it because I it can't. looks so dope. I can't. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, this is not fun for <laughs> She's me. She's like, man, this is not great. <laughs> like, this is not fun for me. I watched that anime that got recommended to me that was on Netflix. That mm-hmm. was about that red panda who was like angry all the time. Oh, man, I dropped my glasses. Yeah. And I watched the first five episodes, and I was like, I wondered if you I ever, I wondered if you ever kept watch that because I remember coming in, I was like, what in the hell are you watching right now? <laughs> I watched the first five episodes, and then I couldn't get into the rest of it. And you were like, this is this, and I was like, oh, okay. And mind you, I'll watch anything, <laughs> but anime apparently. Mm-mm, I can't get into it. I've tried. I've watched a couple different ones, but I just can't. I can't. There's just something with the animation and just the. I guess, like, how sometimes... The <laughs> animation of the anime. <laughs> I d- well, no, because it's sometimes... It's anime. Sometimes their mouths don't catch oh, up with what God, they're... Oh, God, no, please. It's anime. And it irritates me, and oh, I can't. God. Like, it just... I don't know. I just don't like it. Okay, moving on before you insult a whole group of people. I, if you like anime, I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry that she's disrespectful towards you. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. Genre. I just, I just don't like it. Still, oh god. I'm sorry. Anymore? No. No. I'll, I'll stop. That's well, your last one. I'll stop while we're ahead. Okay. I still gotta come up with a hate. I still gotta come up with a max. Hate word. of the day. I'm about to say hate of the day is mine. What the hell? Okay, we'll be right back. You heard it here, folks.
Okay, and now we're back with our hate of the day and um, Max Facts, um, along with my squeaky leather headboard that my pillow keeps rubbing on. We love that. What are you doing? Scratching my head. Go ahead. I'm fine. Okay. Anyway, my hate of the day <laughs> may just seem really trivial, but... I was house-sitting this week, and there's a Panera Bread that I can go past on my way. So I've stopped almost every day to get Panera Bread. <laughs> I love their chocolate chip bagels and their chocolate latte. The other day, I got a breakfast sandwich because they were out of chocolate chip waffles, and I was extremely sad. And I got a breakfast sandwich, a chocolate latte that was cold because I wanted iced, and... A cinnamon bagel. Just, uh, how, how expensive do you think it was? $10? No. $15? It was. It was almost $16 for three things. A bagel, a brioche bun sandwich, and a freaking coffee. So I don't go to just getting, just getting a coffee and two chocolate chip bagels is eight ninety three. Why is Panera so delicious but so expensive? Why? There's no need. Because people will pay. Well, yeah. There's not a restaurant like Panera. No, and it is mine and my professor's, like, place. Like, when we need to write, we go to Panera. Panera is good. And I love their, you get a, you get a small cup of soup and a half a sandwich little combo thingy. Super delicious. And they have Seagram's ginger ale there. And it's freaking delicious. Love ginger ale, man. Love it. That's, uh, yeah, that's just my hate of the day. I'm just upset. I'm just upset over how Panera is expensive. And it's so delicious. But damn! $15 for three items. And today my coffee wasn't even cold like I asked for it. It was hot. Dang. It was still good, but I like the cold version better. Sorry. Maybe. I don't know. I just, I get them. I don't like either one better. It just, they're delicious and they just taste slightly different versus cold or not. But anyway, yeah, Panera being expensive is my hate of the day. Okay. Well, now we'll move on to a max fact. And I also would like to point out that Caitlin and I talked about this after the last podcast last week. And I realized that she was right, but I don't agree with what she said. She said that Max facts. None of it is actually facts. It's just things that I. <laughs> it's just the way that I feel. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, it's facts to me. It's not even because like they're from me. It's not even F A C T S, and it's not even F A Q. You know how some people say fact, like yeah. for frequently asked questions. It's not. It's not any of that. No, it's, it's just Max opinions. It's like Max recommendations, but Max recommendations was not a fun thing, and it didn't rhyme. So I was like, Max recommendations. I was like Max facts. That sounds. I mean, it catchy. works. It works. Anyway, so a Max fact for this week. I don't know if I've talked about it before, and I don't know if I've talked to anyone about my obsession with the DC universe. I think you have. But I have an obsession with the DC universe, particularly with. The I love the Batman storyline. Mm-hmm. Like I love Batman as a character. It has a very special place in my heart. <laughs> Batman but is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he's not my favorite superhero, but he is a superhero that I like he's very not very a much. Superhero. He's just a man. Just hush. Utility that belt. is a hot take. He is a superhero. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Anyway, he's in a freaking. I'm not talking about him today. Silicone I am talking about the female. Who's also not a superwoman. No, she's not a super she's not a superhero. She's a she's an anti-hero. That's why I like her. Dr. Harlan Quinzel, also known as Harley Quinn, who is the love interest for the Joker. Harley Quinn, Caitlin can attest, is my favorite. I don't know favorite why. In the she DC annoys universe. me. Well, I think part of it is she reminds me a lot of myself. So I <laughs> chaotic and unhinged. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Chaotic and unhinged <laughs> and misunderstood. Miss. <laughs> and I've seen. Listen, and when I tell you I am obsessed, I'm oh. obsessed. I've read comic books. I I've, yeah. I've watched all the movies. Mm-hmm. I've seen the renditions. I've seen the TV series. I get it. She's a badass woman. I, I love Harley Quinn, but I especially love the way that she has been portrayed in the HBO Max series. Mm-hmm. And I love the way she is portrayed in her own movie, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, because. 
in both of those movies, she is not portrayed as a sidekick or as a, mm. a female lead. She is per- she is perceived as the anti-hero, as the heroine portrayed. who is just like yeah. That was what you were going yes, for. Yes, that's my I, word. I knew See, where you were going. This is why I married her, y'all. Because when I forget words, she's just like, "Honey, that's what this is." You and were I was almost like, oh, there. okay. You were Thank almost you. there. Thanks, baby. So, <laughs> Harley Quinn has a special place in my heart, as does the romance of Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, and not just because it's gay. That's not why I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Sure. But I love their. I love their friendship. I love just the way they fit together. They balance each other out. And I think that's what's important in any relationship. Jesus. (laughs) Are we roommates? Yes. We, I mean, we live together, so. (laughs) Jesus. Anyway. Yeah. But the HBO Max series of Mm -hmm. Harley Quinn is my favorite. And I watch it all the time. I watch the reruns. I'm waiting for the new season to come out because I'm very excited about the new season. But in this depiction of harley quinn poison ivy and her in a relationship and it takes a very different um takes a very different road than it ever has before and it's gotten gayer and more like more feminine power more you know power movement all that kind of thing and this series taking out the whole love interest stuff is very much like a raunchy comedy which i love and it's the first time I've ever seen it in a superhero manner. Mm-hmm. Where they've taken a very popular character and kind of said, hey, we're going to give you this. you got to take this character and roll with it, but you've got to make it for for adult animation. And they're like, okay, cool, we got it. And it, they, it slaps. It is so good. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Because it's good. It's watchable. Like, it's funny. You sympathize for the characters. You're wanting her to just not not be with the Joker, but you're wanting her to, like, fill in her own way and mm-hmm. just be better. And if she falls in love, great. If she doesn't, she's cool by herself. But then she falls in love with Ivy, and it's, like, a whole thing. And it's beautiful, and it's amazing. And I love it. And I love Harley Quinn as a superhero. In fact, she is my favorite female superhero. She's my favorite DC superhero, if you or anti-hero, or whatever you want to call it. She's my favorite... DC character. Mm-hmm. Her and Poison Ivy are my favorite. Um, but yeah, I love the fact that she was a doctor and then she fell in love and that changed her whole course of life because she fell in love with a crazy person and True. lost her lost her mind. I just like the, her whole dynamic of everything. It's just mm-hmm. it's very much it's very much like me and it's very much like not me at all. Like it's like there's parts of her that I see myself in. True. Like, not the unhinged parts, but the relate the relatable of, like, I want someone to love me, mm-hmm. and I want to be accepted, and I want, mm-hmm. I want the same things as everybody else has, and if I can't have that, then I'm going to be upset, and I'm going to be angry, mm-hmm. and I'm allowed to be angry about it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what's great about Harley Quinn is that, you know, you're rooting for her, but at the same time, you know she's not good for... You know she's not a good person, and you know she's done bad things, but you're still rooting for her in the end, because she gives you a sense of hope. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it. But, yes. So, watch Harley Quinn, if you haven't watched Harley Quinn, on HBO Max. And if you have not seen Suicide Squad, don't, don't watch Suicide. I mean, it's okay. The first one is okay, the second one's not great, but... If you haven't seen Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, in Birds of Prey, you need to see it. It is amazing. It's great. Nice. Well, folks, uh, if you ever want to find us and reach out to us um, about what to talk about or you have something you want to suggest or anything, uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at uh, Everything Everything Podcast. And we will see you all next week. And I hope you guys have a lovely night, day, afternoon, wherever the heck you are in the world. And we'll talk again soon. Bye! Bye. See you next time.